0: Welcome to a special edition of the Computer Weekly Downtime Upload Podcast. I'm Cliff Sayer, and today's topic of conversation is about internet video with Ashraf Akami who is Chief Product Officer at Vimeo. Just looking at your background Ashraf, I can see that prior to Vimeo you served as General Manager at Amazon FreeVee and you began your career in enterprise video at Brightcove. It says here that you also led Facebook Watch at Meta, and you led an Amazon enterprise-grade streaming service. My, that's a mighty impressive uh, CV. Um, So you started at Vimeo in 2022, summer of 2022. Uh, how has these experiences amazing companies that you worked for How has that helped you get to where you've got to and how you became the chief product officer at Vimeo really fascinating to find out how that all came about
1: well um, first of all Cliff thank you for having me today super excited to be chatting with you and thanks for the question so I'll start with video's been a passion of mine I've taken a lot of career choices. And as I did more gigs at video, I realized how, how um, engaging it is, how it transforms communication. Uh, you know, they say a picture is worth a, a thousand words. Hmm. Imagine moving pictures, what they do. So I think uh, video is so powerful. It's a powerful communication medium, and I am um, really passionate about it. I actually started in engineering and video back in the day. If you zoom out before Brightcove, um, and worked on video on demand features, set up boxes, uh, post a business degree, uh, got into product. And, and the product world was fascinating because it bridges technology and business mm. and really entrenches itself with customer problems. And I found my ultimate passion there. And through my journey, I would say done b2b b2b2c developer products um, moved into consumer products in the second half of my uh, career how all of this culminated in my experiences at vimeo and how i landed here is that vimeo is a powerful enterprise product but also has a consumer offering and obviously people come to consume the video so all what I learned has helped me uh, truly grok the multifaceted aspects of Vimeo um, and helping building that enterprise offering that uh, we're working on now.
0: Okay. Um, I just want to move on a little bit and ask you about, you know, we're, we're all sort of faced with the bad news about the economic climate and, you know, are things getting any better? Or when will things get better? When, it, when is there, you know, it, it, it's... Uh, It's not all, you know, I know it's not all doom and gloom, but it does look pretty uh, a difficult challenge ahead for this year. Um, How do you manage uh, inside Vimeo? How do you look at teams and the people you work with and manage the engineers sort of expectation and expectations, sorry, and their priorities and how that aligns with what the business needs to achieve? I mean, given this background that you know we're all facing this you know quite difficult time at the moment.
1: Yeah, I, I can kind of parse this question out into a couple of uh, parts. One, start talking about how we uh, prioritize and and make sure that we have uh, essentially managing expectations on the team and the engineers. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, it's about entrenching ourselves in customer problems, solving customer pain points. The more we're able to bring things that customers love, use, adopt, that's exciting. Hmm. That's the most exciting thing that teams can look at and feel that they're motivated, that the work they've done enabled customers to, to do something better, live life better, communicate better. achieve their business results so that is first and foremost the way we set priorities and expectations what customer problems we want to solve and how we want to solve them the in terms of the economic downturn obviously there's a lot of changes happening but what's a couple of things to call out first of all uh life cycle startups are getting longer um so now 10 to 15 years to get from funding to ipo yes Uh, This is the first time a downturn has been coupled with inflation pressures coming out of a pandemic Mm. uh, that put companies in a uniquely advantageous position in the first place. So a lot of things are happening. And so how you manage that is simply by focusing, one, focusing on people and keeping people motivated, excited to solve customer problems. Mm. And having the right leaders in place is always essential having the right team in place and then staying dedicated and focused on your customer problems and enabling your teams and departments to focus on the problem is one of the the main components of it yes but i will say specifically for vimeo cliff we're focused on enabling video as a communication mechanism and vehicle. Mm. And so at times where you're not able to travel or you're cutting down on costs, we're more and more being able to use our product or help customers use our product in a way that helps them even during these downtimes.
0: Mm. It's interesting you mentioned travel and you also mentioned the pandemic because during the pandemic we we were all working remotely, right? Now, there is a sort of shift back to the office, on, or there's definitely, this was the term we use, hybrid work, sorry. So some people are going in, some people are not going in. Um, I mean, seeing as you joined during, a, uh, during the sort of uh, remote working era, I guess, um, what's been your experience of how you manage people, and particularly those people who are sort of in a hybrid way of working? You know, some people may be remote, some people may be in the office.
1: Yeah, definitely, uh, I would say we've had the history of distributed teams globally, uh, multi-offices. Mm. I think the biggest nuance uh, in today's world is having people being as individuals in locations and not being able to connect to a larger team Yes. versus being in an office where they can connect with colleagues. And this is why... In these cases, video becomes a central tool to help connect. Mm. So we're yeah. not just talking here about being able to meet on Zoom or Teams or being able to just have that one-off meeting. Yes. But what I've really enjoyed since I joined Vimeo is the ability to do async messages with video, where we can record a video that's you know not in your own time zone or being able to record it at a time that's convenient to me and send it to that person Hmm. and just connect with them versus just an email.
0: Hmm. A bit like this podcast, isn't it? Don't you think it's a bit like the podcast where we record the podcast and people can download it at a later date, right?
1: Yes. And and it definitely helps. Not only that, the, the idea as well, that you may have life situations or you may have a very different time zone than when a meeting is happening. Being able to just go look at a recording, get cliff notes mm-hmm. and engage with it, record a response back, share it with the team, it creates a very different environment. So definitely the, the remote workspace is evolving and happy and lucky to be in a, a company that's helping that stay relevant and keep the human touch.
0: Okay, thank you. Uh, that's very interesting. I mean, I've never really thought about um, offline offline video as a as a means of achieving, uh, as you described it, asynchronous communications, which is what it is. Um, you know, we're very used to clicking on a video and it's ineffectively streamed. It's, you, you treat it as live, right? I mean, it isn't, but that's how it's, it's seen because you are consuming it at that moment. You know, the, the idea of a YouTube stream, right? It's not live. Yeah. You, you as the consumer, feel that, oh, I, I've got this piece of content. It's just like watching television. It's it's there in front of me, but actually it's asynchronous. it was recorded previously, and um, yeah, I mean that's an it's an going back to how you know it's a way of communicating, and video is a you know very powerful way of communicating and communicating ideas. You know, word, pictures worth a thousand words, as you said in the beginning, um, and so video must be worth a heck of a lot more words. Uh, it's, it's interesting to see how that can, can be used asynchronously. And yeah, there's definitely you know, something, something to think about. Um, I just want to move on a bit. And uh, I mean, you joined in uh, July 2022. Is that right? Yeah,
1: that know, is right? correct. Yeah.
0: Um, so we're in 2023 now. Um, so where do you think, uh, what, what do you think you'd like to achieve during your first year at Vimeo?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I have a mental framework. Um, I call it the modified four Ps model. Um, the first one is people. Mm. Um, on the people front, I want to make sure people are motivated, they're engaged, they're excited about the vision. Um, they have all the coaching, the development. They're essentially executing on what they're doing with passion. Yes. So that's one aspect. Uh, that I look forward to achieve. Um, The second aspect is the product. Um, And in this case, making sure we have the strategy that not only carries us through uh, 2023, Mm -hmm. but is a big, big step towards the next three to five year vision that we have in being the world's uh, most innovative uh, video experience platform. And so having all the pieces in place that we see the path towards that. Um, And the third P is process. And in this one, the goal is to make sure that we have all the right mechanisms to execute, execute with quality, execute with speed, execute with accuracy, um, and making sure that our customers are aware of what we're doing. And internally, the company is um, also aware of all the upcoming changes and product experiences.
0: Mm. And what's the final
1: one? The fourth B is performance, uh, which is seeing the results of the product that we just launched and being able to see how uh, we've achieved really good value for our customers as measured by product market fit
0: metrics. Okay, brilliant. Um, So there's going to be... um, I mean, you must have a close tap on what's going on in the industry here. What are the sorts of technologies that you're looking at, or you think that, you know, I, I, I'm going to put you on the right trajectory with where the the industry is heading.
1: I think that obviously it is impossible to deny the fast evolution of AI today. Mm. Um, it's definitely something that is, um, super exciting at the same time, um, believe that 50% of users will touch any form of uh, augmented AI driven speech, written word, or computer vision algorithms by next year. Wow! So not only it's moving fast, but how it's getting incorporated and the experiences uh, customers have is also accelerating.
0: Um, but just getting a little bit more, I mean, within video, uh... What, what would you see are the, uh, I mean, beyond, OK, we've, we've spoken about AI and, um, and I guess there's going to be ongoing work on um, using AI within video itself. But um, I, I mean, are, are there sort of other things on your radar?
1: I would say that the first one, I, I did want to zoom in a little bit more on AI, if you don't mind, Cliff. Sure, sure. Because I think that's still a big pillar. At the end of the day, I will touch things from creation to um, auditing, to making sure things are uh, engaging to customers, to uh, all sorts of forms of creation, from script to graphics. And so what we're going to see is more video content, more engaging experiences, um, the ability to do all of that with efficiency, simplicity, and speed mm. um, while keeping quality. And that's that's definitely a super exciting thing. The Aside from AI though, another trend that's super exciting is how to continuously evolve video as an interactive, immersive medium. Mm. And what this means is video is a, an experience where you watch, sit back, look at things, but making it more immersive and, and engaging is a different category. Yes. An example of that is looking at something and wanting to know more about it or exploring it further, looking at a product and buying it and clicking through the experience to, to get to um, that um, goal. Are super engaging and, and relevant experiences. Mm. And not just that, being able, think, Cliff, about a world where you're watching a video and then you go and search for, uh, where's that section that uh, the person presented a slide about X?
0: Yeah, that's quite, that's quite hard to do right now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And
1: being able to search within a video, then look at the action items, look at summaries and cliff notes and mm. and being able to say all right I want to hear what the speaker um named John said and being able to skip to that section mm. so the idea of creating more and more immersive interactive experiences with video is another trend that I'm super excited about as
0: well yes I, mean, I guess the videos almost be- become interactive uh in the sense that uh, you know um if you were doing a uh, online training and you wanted to skip to a chapter i mean these are chapters that are already made up they have to be there right but if you said oh there's there something in the middle of one chapter and i, I want to f- I, I just want to drill in on that point i mean at the moment that's not really possible right you need but if you're i guess if you're able you have if you have content aware algorithms that can go in and understand everything that's gone in the, in the video and it does become possible to say, "Oh, yeah, you know, twenty-five minutes and twenty-five seconds in, there's this really interesting point uh, that wasn't, you know, highlighted in as as one of the chapter headings." And uh, you know, yep. that that would be amazing to, to be able to do that, and it, just from a sort of online learning perspective, being able to understand and drill into something really quickly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, having knowledge-based players that are immersive. Uh, experiences like that is super powerful. I think for me, kind of to zoom or out and, and talk a little bit about all these things, it, it's super exciting to be at Vimeo during this time mm. because we, we have all these um, seeds um, and products and experiences from interactive, immerses, immersive experiences they can add to, to players to even being able to do auto chapters. We talked about AI and the role of AI, but being able to just upload your video and get it automatically chaptered Mm. um, is super interesting. So I think this specific trend of creating truly engaging immersive, immersive video experiences is something that's super, super exciting.
0: Excellent. Well, Ashraf, thank you ever so much for taking part in the podcast today. And thank you very much for listening. Goodbye.